When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is a distinct pleasure of the management to present to you the evening's star attraction. Here we are, back after an exclusive two-year tour as a serious disc agreement from Sydney, Australia, the physical media show on and omission from VOD, starring Finding Drago and Total Reboot's own me, Alexa Teliopoulos, and One Hit Minute, and Zodiac Chronicles' Blake Howard, we are the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. Blake, my darling, how are you going? Oh, my friend, I'm so good when I'm talking to you about Blu-rays. It's exciting to Mm -hmm. be here. We are... In a really sexy area for us, that is Ozploitation, yes. an even sexier area with some BTS, a BTS hot mm-hmm. double from Umbrella Entertainment's Ozploitation Classics. I am so grateful to be in the presence of your good self talking BTS, Brian Trenchard-Smith. He's one of your guys, dude. One of your yeah, guys. He, he is like an absolute guy for me. One of my favorite filmmakers, one of my most favorite Australian filmmakers. I'm such a big fan. I've been very lucky in my life to uh, host some events with him a couple of years back now before the dreaded COVID-19 coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. Um, uh, he had some new restorations done of his films by the National Film and Sound Archive. And I was lucky enough to present a handful of them around Sydney with him, hosting the Q&As, uh, doing introductions to the movies. and uh, uh, This is uh, he- really more of a statement than a question. Did you hear a lot of that when you're at those things? A lot of those. And you know I <laughs> rip into them. I'm Never am I more of a nastier comedian than when someone asks a bad question and I'm hosting a Q&A. I go straight roasting them. Oh, it. good shit. Very good. But the two that we are talking about today are absolute classics of BTS. Brian Trenchard-Smith, one of Australia's greatest exploitation filmmakers and a true master director, master filmmaker, I must say. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite Australian movies of all time, probably in my top 10, The Man from Hong Kong. And we're also going to be talking about his... One of these proto-Jackass movies, I would say. Huh, uh, it's, the- it's it's Jackass meets, and I think you even wrote something very similar in your review. Like, it's kind of Jackass meets Spinal Tap-ish, kind of like mm-hmm. rock musical thing called Stunt yeah. Rock. These are two very cool, interesting, and unique movies. But let's start talking about The Man from Hong Kong. Listen, there's a Chinese cop in town. He's beginning to annoy me. Yeah, I think he should meet with a slight accident. 
Jimmy Wong Yu is the man from Hong Kong. A furious arsenal of martial arts. With his sights set on smashing organized crime. In my country, Caroline, we have a sport. We take the giant praying mantis, put him in the wooden cage, and make him fight for his life with his own kind. I thought you would enjoy such a sport. You and Jack Walton in a wooden cage. <laughs> He's a very dangerous man. This movie stars George Lazenby, <laughs> and it is a rip-roaring action film kind of with a de- with a detective story in it um set in sydney australia uh it's a kung fu action movie martial arts action movie um that is honestly i would say easily i'm trying to think of other examples in my head but to me this is the best action movie ever made in Australia as an Australian movie. I'm saying that because I'm thinking about Mission Impossible 2 as well at the moment, <laughs> um, which I think is very similar. But uh, I, this was one of the films I was lucky enough to present with BTS at uh, the Australian Film Television Radio School, where I went and studied. And I brought him back and I presented this movie uh, to a nice audience of film students. And the public came as well. Not just the public, the stars of the movie came. Roger oh, Ward was shit. there. So good. Roger Ward was freaking there. Also, uh, Hugh Keys Burn was there. Hugh Keys Burn was there, of course. Uh, rest in peace to one of the all-time great Australian actors. R.I.P. Uh, the we... greatest, our greatest, both like the master of playing either a schlub or the most menacing and evil human being on the f- place exactly. on the face of the planet Earth. Like fucking amazing yeah. actor, amazing actor. We previously talked about him in the earlier Ozploitation episode when we talked about Stone, that great release. Yes. And um, this movie played like absolute gangbusters to an audience. Everyone was going freaking nuts for this movie and like how hard it goes, how good the action is, how good Grant Page's stunts are in the movie, how exciting the music is. Like that song. What's the name of that song that just goes on and on in that movie? It's kind of like the the James Bond-ish theme song. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to Google that. I've just I've I've been singing it all afternoon, and you've made me lose it. Hold on one second. I'm gonna cut this bit so I can go straight um mm-hmm. go straight to it. What is that song? Sky high. Oh, sky high. Yeah. All right. Let's go. The song is Sky High by Clive Scott and Des Dyer. It is literally like the James Bond epic track, like a track from Wings that scores this entire movie. Mm-hmm. This movie starts with like a rad sort of James Bond opening sequence and then like a, you know, devil may care rogue, you know, investigator who beds women in the opening minutes of the film. Like it totally matches it. it, it I actually want to say a miss, like I think that there's a misnomer and I'm sorry to our great friends at Umbrella Entertainment, but I actually think the man from Hong Kong is not simply an Ausploitation movie. It is a flat out classic there is just yeah. no two ways to describe it as stars jimmy wang Yu. it's one of bts's first films 
It stars George Lazenby, who'd previously been James Bond and then was essentially industry blacklisted when he just rolled mm-hmm. out of the role by the, and he was just like, nah, I'm one and done. I'm not doing any more of these things. It is a movie that has some of the best direction that you've seen in this country as far as action, as far as pace, as far as tone, like it knows exactly what it is. And Grant Page, the greatest stuntman in the world, like choreographing beautiful fight scenes and interesting stunt work as well. Not just like exciting, interesting stunt work, like the kind of like glider. There's lots of glider stunts that like flying through the sky, which feels so graceful and interesting. And climbing vertically, like just something interesting, like climbing mm-hmm. vertically up of a drain pipe, as Jimmy Wang Yu's yeah. character has to do. He's uh, his full name is Fan, uh, Fang Sing Lang, and he's climbs up a drain pipe to get to this martial arts school. And just watching like a guy literally scale multiple stories mm-hmm. and BTS's great Dutch angle that's kind of yeah. on a crane that's going up and following and doing. It. I'm just like this totally rips and bike stunts, car stunts glider stunts fight stunts explosions that feel really visceral and insane and the transfer is amazing and mm. i guess the most ausploitation edge movie it looks so good and the only ausploitation edge is because you know the whole thing has to be dubbed because it's like this they're mm. using uh, a, a completely different voice actor um, probably someone who is fresh out of like dubbing the bruce lee movies because mm. uh jimmy wang Yu was like the Bruce Lee prototype before Bruce Lee came in and then kind of disappeared into the mountains of Thailand or something like this and disappeared into the mountains, couldn't be found anywhere going on hunting trips. Um, and the producers couldn't find him, but yeah, man, like seeing this again recently, I've seen it a million times, but like watching it today, I was just like, why can't movies be this good? Alexi, why can't movies still be this good? Action movies like shot on locations, real explosions, seeing real people. This is the great thing about Jimmy Wang Yu being so game as a, you know, proper Hong Kong action cinema legend. Watching two characters who are meant to be in adjoining cars that are jostling for position on a road and seeing both actors driving, you know, it's all part of, Mm. um, obviously Grant Page's immense and and really game stunt team as well. But guys like smashing cars into one another and the the camera doesn't lie. They are driving those cars. I mean, not driving as fast as we think they are, you know, it might be slightly sped up for us, but I was just like, these are guys driving cars. These are guys taking hits. These are guys getting thrown to through plate glass. Like it just, I was just like in awe of this movie still yeah. to this day. When I watch this movie, I'm desperate to make it. Like this is just one of those movies. I'm like, God, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could just absolutely make this freaking movie because it's just got like, it's so Australian. It's one thing that I really like about it. Like it is unabashedly Australian and unabashedly osploitive uh, in the way that it uses Australian locations. Like they go to a cafe in this movie to as for like a meeting between... Roger Ward and Hugh Keysburn, Hugh Keysburn, who are like uh, cops, uh, and they're meeting Jimmy Wang Yu to uh, 
like have a meeting about him coming in and helping them or like staying off their turf while they're investigating things. And the cafe they go to is literally the Sydney Opera House. And it's (laughs) stuff like that that I find so fascinating. And of course, like there's stuff in this movie that you could never get away with today. But it's like crazy to go back and watch them. Like, you know, there's fight scenes on top of Uluru, which is a sacred place. And to go back and watch them, you're just like, this is crazy that people did this once upon a time. But you see this now and you're just like, I wish we had the ambition to make things of this scale for today's audiences with today's like today's attitudes and today's techniques to kind of go we can make a huge crazy exciting big action blockbuster here in Australia now and this movie fills with me fills me with hope but it also like upsets me that we're not doing this stuff now um and I also was filled with a little bit of fear with this release because I've talked about the previous umbrella release of Man from Hong Kong being one of the single best releases of a Blu-ray that's ever happened in this country because yeah. um, it was stacked to the gills. And this one is new release. And this is, I'm going to say this, but then it's going to evolve into a compliment, um, is stripped a little bit of some of the features. There are things added, but there are things that are stripped. And I do say that at first I was like, oh, damn, okay. There's some things in here that I really miss, but I'm not going to get rid of my original Blu-ray. But what excites me about it is the things that have all been stripped are all being put on further future releases. So the things that were released in HD are now full future releases, including the other movie we're going to talk about today. Because the original uh, Blu-ray had Stunt Rock in standard definition as a special feature. It also had Kung Fu Killers as a special feature, which is a documentary still retained on the new one. Danger Freaks. uh, Danger Freaks is not on this. Uh, Is it? Wait, is Danger Freaks on this? No, No. Danger Freaks is not on this. Stunt Stunt Man is which is another thing that was on the previous release in standard definition, as is Death Cheaters on the previous release, a standard definition feature. Now, Stunt Rock is a full HD release with just as many awesome special features. Death Cheaters is coming down the line as a full feature release with a comic book and everything as well. And uh, I believe Danger Freaks, I think, will be attached to that one as a special feature. Danger Freaks is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen in my entire freaking life. (laughs) It is like, it is proto-Jackass. It's Grant Page fighting lions, fighting tigers, jumping off cliffs set on fire, jumping over cars and stuff. It's just him proving himself to be a great stuntman. And this new release, I think, is so freaking good. I love the slipcover. I love the art that they've got everywhere all over this. I freaking adore that they put the CD soundtrack to this badass movie. So good. As an actual bonus CD. With full of tracks. And we've got some great trailer reels with Brian Trenchersmith doing like commentaries over them and like talk and like it's trailer reels for his movies. Um, it also has got a great audio commentary from him on here. Uh, there is just like, it, it's just extended, so freaking I have, much. I have to say my favorite feature other than the films. Cause like I threw yeah. on Kung Fu killers, which is so cool mm-hmm. because I wanted the to stunt see men's awesome. The, the stunt man is really good, but it also the extended Mark Hartley, not quite Hollywood interviews really, 
mm-hmm. play so hard in this because they're so immense. It's like absolutely everything about the production, BTS's aspirations for the movie, his feelings, like he, they had, a, he had an extremely tense relationship with Jimmy Wang Yu. And then also I love the give zero fucks attitude of George Lazenby in his interviews because he's just like mm. talking about being broke, talking about being blacklisted, talking about meeting Bruce Lee just before his death, talking about the really tough relationship that he had with Jimmy Wang Yu, talking about the racial tension that was happening and him wanting to establish himself as, you know, more dominant and never to be pushed over around any of the white people that had were working on the crew and those sorts of things. And then also just the the fact that the collaboration was dominated by this huge action star and this upcoming director. And there was a tension mm-hmm. on set and like talking about like Jimmy Wang Yu, like taking control of a lot of the fight scenes and directing how they should be happening. And, and so it then like adds these extra layers to how good this movie is because you look at it and you're like, BTS is such a master filmmaker and thinking like that he could have this vision and he might've been able to have this vision, but like executing the vision with all these collaborators and especially his leading man, it was just so rad to like hear the wrinkles of all that and the true behind the scenes things that you see because, you know, for a movie also that's set in like, you know, well, not necessarily set, but like made in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 1975 it's also kind of deeply progressive while at the same time mm. it's like poking fun at racial tension in like yeah know, really the southern part of, of of the earth you know like as, as australia is this white little you know a, a huge island but with a tiny population basically positioned in asia and there being a racial te- emerging racial tension between uh, this european you know uh, nation that's underneath a whole bunch of asian nations and I, I was just like, when when you see Jimmy Wang use fight scenes and all that sort of stuff, that's one thing. When you see like an Asian leading man like betting multiple attractive topless white women in this movie, especially a journalist to get herself out of trouble like he's James Bond, I'm like, that still doesn't really happen in Hollywood movies today. How did it happen in 1975 yeah. in an Ozploitation classic and then just get forgotten? Like, it, I mean, the story behind the movie enriched the movie again for me watching mm-hmm. all these special features too. So yeah, this is absolutely if something you do not have it in your collection is so like what are you doing like i can't say anything else except what are you doing listening to this episode Mm -hmm. why haven't you bought this 
right now. This is a truly a must buy. I think this is this is just as good as the original release. If <laughs> not, it makes me more excited that we're getting that the previous standard definition bonus features as full feature length proper releases in high definition restored with their own special features attached to them. I'm such a nerd for Brian Trenchard Smith. I am such a nerd for Grant Page and to see their work be so beautifully put together to be like a beautiful release like this, like just aesthetically, the packaging is perfect. The The detail of putting the freaking CD soundtrack with it excites me so much to see, like I always felt Umbrella did put a lot of work into their Ozploitation range and how they released them. This new line and uh, of the Ozploitation classics with like the O-ring slip covers and stuff, has given me so much joy and so much hope with the direction that they're moving in. Been looking down the line, seeing other movies that they're releasing. Very, very exciting. But I do think The Man from Hong Kong, I would put it up there with it's the Patrick. Crown Jewel. It's the Crown Jewel. And Patrick and the Not Quite Hollywood and Stone as movies that every Australian cinephile should have in their collection. Those four from this range are must-owns. Let's move in, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to move in to the weird and the wonderful and the kind of like, if you owned a cafe, I would just have this movie on a loop yeah. every single day and then just have like a few copies that the store had there that you could buy with your coffee just to like yeah. entice you. This Like incredible- a Laura Jones CD sitting on a counter <laughs> of a Starbucks. Yeah. Basically, it would be exactly like that. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we are going to talk BTS's movie made only three years later. Again, another shrine to the epic and awesome Grand Page, Stunt Rock. This is Stunt Rock. It's superhuman. Super music. Super magic and super amazing. You'll be compelled over the edge of sight and sound and under the spell of mind-boggling action and music pushed to the danger zone. It's a death wish at 120 decibels. As we said, Australian stuntman Grant Page in this movie goes to Los Angeles uh, to work on a television series. He meets with the rock band Sorcery. They develop a friendship, and within this friendship, there becomes this dialogue in this movie. 
a movie that is about Grant Page's awesomeness and his gameness mm-hmm. and literally looking at locations and finding inspiration like a filmmaker. But instead of that, it, instead of a filmmaker going, oh, I'd love to have a shot of this or have this cool thing. Grant Page is like, yeah, I'd love to jump off that. Or yeah, I'd like to hang out of a car here. Or yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to like scale that thing that I shouldn't be allowed to scale and maybe get arrested. And it mixes that with like a true kind of weird 80s, like, you know, early, late 70s, early 80s hair band with a theme. Hair metal, glam rock. Glam rock theme, rock concert movie. And so it becomes this thing that it has its own engine of a score that is built, which is basically an entire sorcery album, like everything that, that ever worked on to that point. And then pages like crazy antics that helps them develop and inspire some like weird and wonderful things that they do to, in their shows to create even greater theatricality and things before. So I was like unfamiliar with this one, Lex. Um, uh, uh, I, I didn't have that tremendous umbrella release mm-hmm. before that you talked about with men from Hong Kong. So this was really super fresh for me, but like, what did you think of this bad boy? Because I had such an amazing time for it. It's lean, mean fighting machine, 86 minute runtime. Mm. I had a great time, but what did you think? I'd seen this a little bit before. I'd never like sat down and focus watched on it. It would be kind of one along with uh, Danger Freaks that me and Cameron James and our other friends like Henry Stone, we would kind of just put on in the background or we like hang out and talk because we are drawn to these strange like Australian curios and stuff. Um, Sitting down and watching it properly, I was kind of shocked because... It fits so much into a few of Brian Trenchard, Smith, and Grant Page's other collaborations where Brian Trenchard, Smith, basically treats Grant Page like the greatest movie star and is trying <laughs> to break him he's ta- break him as a talent out in various markets. So like Death Cheaters, Danger Freaks, The Stuntmen, a lot of the... Th- kind of stunts from those movies are repurposed and repackaged uh not often refilmed usually it's the same <laughs> footage some of it is refilmed um of him doing stunts and each one of those was always to like go oh let's introduce him to the australian audience as the cool stunt man and this is the attempt to do that to a big american audience to like make almost an american movie um with grant page as the lead as himself but also showcasing his actual stunt work as well and i found it fascinating the thing that i found most interesting was like i already love grant page i'm already loving everything involved with him sorcery i'd completely forgotten about i forgot that there was uh, a rock element to stunt rock um i only remember <laughs> all the i stunts. remember was the stunt and not the rock <laughs> And so, like, seeing this version really feel like Proto, this is Spinal Tap. Like, a lot of, like, the stuff that is aped in Spinal Tap, like the grand productions of these silly Stonehenge-inspired rock bands, seeing Sorcery basically be a more sincere version of that, um, I think was really special. I was entranced by them. You know, when I was watching Stunt Rock, one movie came up, another two-title movie, another movie where a stunt person essentially plays themselves and it's essentially like a packaging, a housing, if you like, of how can I get this person to be finally front and centre. And so I feel like because this, again, in the special features has so much from, you know, um, they're not quite Mm. Hollywood and Grant Page themselves, like doing the extended interviews that are part of the special features, I just thought that, 
Like this feels like one of the huge fans of BTS, one Quentin Tarantino, also a star of Not Quite Hollywood. He did mm. Kill Bill Volume One and Two with Zoe Bell as the key stunt person and stand-in for mm. Uma Thurman, and they did that movie together. And he loved working with Uma and Zoe Bell. And then he goes on, and one of his next movies is Death Proof, mm. which essentially elevates Zoe Bell to like this kind of iconic and canonical individual character stunt person, you know, based on themselves sort of thing that then plonks them into like this sort of harrowing horror movie in the middle. And I just was watching this and I was like, this is like one degree away from what death proof was in that there is actually more of a narrative house to, you know, to not have sort of like a delineation between the stunt and then the sorcery and then eventually how those things intermingle, but like actually the whole thing. So I was watching this and I was like, yeah, if you like Death Proof, you're, you're going to love Stunt Rock because it's just, it feels like it, it's the same kind of genre honoring these like artisans and that we love so much. And especially, you know, we're talking about this as just as Jackass Forever is out there and like I'll go on the record on this episode and, uh, and just say, like, I unabashedly love Jackass and I unabashedly love Jackass forever. And one of the things is because, like, the great thing, there's a purity of stunt people where you're like, mm. stunt men do it for us. They do yes. it for us. They do this crazy shit for us. And it's only for us. They risk their life and limb. They jump off of things. They set themselves on fire. And it's all for us. And I just, yeah, man, I, I really dug Stunt Rock. And it's just, again, more BTS, more HD, these beautiful mm-hmm. things that are in these beautiful restorations like they deserve a place on your shelf um if if you're yeah. if, if if out of these two you only bought one obviously we're going to say man from hong kong um but stunt rocky is totally worth your time and investment and if you do own that uh, mm-hmm. little indie cafe steal my idea it's all yours take it yeah. it's for free i i love this release and i'm so glad that they're kind of like I said before, they're taking the Man from Hong Kong release, they're bumping out all the bonus features they put in there, and they're putting them as proper feature film releases. The bonus features on this, as like, you know, proper special features, are so fun. There's all these different appearances of Brian Trenchard Smith put on. <laughs> but also, there's a comic book adaptation of the movie that oh, is nice. just like a fun little extra. It's it's really crazy. Um, it's... And it makes total sense that a glam, like, jam rock 70s group would have a comic book adaption of their concert movie. Mm. It's just really cool. Yeah. It's just it's it's so great. And uh, it's look- also so fun hearing, like, BTS, Brian Trenchard-Smith, talk about sorcery, like, how he kind of saw one thing and was like, okay, let's make these guys the movie and kind of became their manager for this movie and stuff. <laughs> and, like, how they d- kind of disappear into obscurity right after this movie. The, it's a really, really fun film, but I would say it's the complete package that makes it work. I think what Umbrella's doing really well with these releases and a few of their other labels is putting these films in the absolute right context for them to land perfectly and for you to get like the greatest possible holistic experience for these films. Well, I think that's the perfect bts double to wrap this episode of the blues brothers guys thank you so much for listening um there's always links uh to the websites and things like that where you can go and purchase them i think you've heard our emphatic uh recommendations for man from hong kong stunt rock totally worth your time and everything really on the ozploitation classics label definitely worth a look and uh you'll hear our recommendations here lex please uh, give me some plugs that aren't us talking physical media of what you are doing at the moment uh, and before we get out of here. 
Well, I've got a new podcast, actually. Me and Jen Fricker are hosting a new podcast for Netflix Australia and New Zealand. It's called Lived It. It's a really fun new way to talk about the TV shows and movies that everyone's banging on about. I'm really excited about this new show. Basically, it's a yarn show. We talk to people that have interesting yarns and stories that kind of relate thematically to the movie or TV show that we're talking about that week. Um, So the first episode that we're doing is for a very funny show called The Woman Across the Street from The Woman in the Window. It's not the exact (laughs) title, I can't remember. It's a long, silly parody of those female-led psychological thrillers um, starring Kristen Bell. And uh, we are talking to uh, one of the members of Confidence Man, a great Australian pop uh, music group. and they have the best nosy neighbor story I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> that is so sick. I love and a nosy a neighbor story. It involves freaking Bono and The Edge. It is real cool. Oh um, so check that out. It's called Lived It. It's on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, guys, I'm going to do a plug, not necessarily for One Heat Minute Productions, which you're listening to today. I'm going to do a plug for the terrific Light the Fuse podcast, which is a Mission awesome. Impossible themed podcast. Drew and Charles are the hosts of that. You can find Light the Fuse basically anywhere um, uh, that you listen to your great podcast. They're doing great work with the Mission Impossible series. They've had some immense guests. They've had Chris McQuarrie. They've had Simon Pegg. They've had Brian De Palma. They oh, uh, uh, have had... Um, Bob Richardson, you know, Brad Bird, you name it. Anyone who's been in the series that's been involved in it, they are huge fans. And they're kind of chronicling the greatest audio special feature you could have possibly imagined for these movies. Um, and I'm really stoked because um, I love the Mission movies and I uh, asked the boys if I could go on. A two-parter, which they called One Rogue Nation Minute, um, uh, <laughs> is uh, the first half of which um, is up now. So the second half is probably going to be up by the time you're listening to this. Love those guys. Love that show. Go check that out, um, and uh, and and another written thing. If you like, enjoy you know the written word occasionally, not the the, the listening that you're doing right now. <laughs> Over at Dark Horizons, um, I'm kind of. Uh, the main review columnist at the moment uh, over there. I've just written a couple of reviews that um, you're going to see very, uh, very soon. But the recent one on Jackass Forever, I'm really proud of, and I'd love you to check that out as well. But I guess that is it. This has been the Blues Brothers. We'll catch you on another episode talking all things physical media very soon. Hi, this is Blake Howard, host and producer of One Heat Minute Productions podcast. We dive into the great and underappreciated cinematic works, often one minute or one scene at a time. Our crew of guests are some of the most wonderful filmmakers, writers, authors, and critics ever assembled. Our shows include One Heat Minute, Josie and the Podcats, All the President's Minutes, Increment Vice, and right now, Zodiac Chronicle. Check out oneheatminute.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.